Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Hi guys, and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. I have so much to share with you. It has been a massive, massive few months over here at Sexy Selfish. We have so much going on. We have like staff changes, branding, different teams we're working with, business restructures, new clients, old clients. There is so much happening, but I'm excited to be sitting down and recording this episode for you. I've been listening back to some of the audio on my previous podcast and it was just a little bit echoey in my office because my office is so minimal. It's so nice and clean and it's set up so well. That gives me a really creative space because it isn't so nice and minimalist. But on the flip side of that, not great to record a podcast because there's nothing in that room to kind of dampen the sound. So I'm literally sitting cross-legged in my home theater on the big couch, I'm surrounded by cushions and I'm trying to get this audio perfect for you guys. Um, apart from like hanging quilts all over my office when I record podcasts, this is probably what we're going to be doing from now on. Today's topic is around a massive realization I have had recently. What you like, there's been massive changes going on for Sexy Selfish. And what you might have noticed, obviously, like how branding is getting super clear. And I know exactly the type of clients I want to work with. I've had massive personal up levels and that's reflected in the kind of clients I work with. Obviously, I've got clients that I've been coaching privately for like 12 months plus who are amazing. And because we're growing and expanding together, our relationship works really well. But there's also been this transition of like, honestly, firing coaching clients and honestly, firing and canceling some of my retainer clients as well for my design business, like changing the type of people I work with in my design company. So there's been this massive up level and this massive shift. But what I have noticed, and I typed an email and I sent this out to my newsletter list a few weeks ago. I was feeling really shared, uh, really cold to share on this. But the fact that you cannot, I cannot reach into your heart, reach into your brain, reach into your body and pull the right muscles in your finger to make you press play, to make you watch a video, to make you implement that strategy that you and I both know would take your business to a whole nother level. Like I can't do it. And I think I've realized this because at the end of every program of mine, at the end of every offering, at the end of anything you do ever with me or my brand, there is a feedback form. I'm constantly searching for feedback. And I think this is where I got stuck for years. I got so stuck in the strategy. If I can just make this course accessible, if I can just add audio trainings in as well as video, as well as in PDFs, because we want it accessible to every learning style. If I can just nail this strategy and and take all the feedback and implement all the feedback, then my course will have a higher finish rate. 
what's the most exciting stat for me in business? If I'm really honest, it's not like, oh my God, I had like a $14,000 launch. It's like, oh my God, I had a 94% finish rate on my course this round. That's what genuinely gets me excited. That's what you'll see me share about. Because I know what it's like to be the personality, personality type, to be the busy, ambitious woman who signs up to all the things and downloads all the freebies and books to work with the coach and then doesn't show up for the calls and then doesn't finish the course. There's two sides to this. One that I see is obviously it's hasn't pushed. If it was me personally, I know it hasn't pushed me enough financially. You know, if I've invested in something and then I've forgotten to book my coaching calls, it's because it obviously wasn't enough money to make me show up on and book those calls and make the most out of things. So number one, it can come down to pricing and the value perceived. Number two is the fact that you just Sometimes no matter what you do, you can have the best system in the world. You can have the most profound content. You can have life-changing activities. You can have a beautiful homework book that goes with a beautiful presentation, that goes with an incredibly well-thought-out, well-laid-out course with progress steps and admin support. You can do everything. You can do everything in the world, but you cannot reach into someone's brain and their heart and make them do the work to actually get the result right? You know that old saying, my grandpa used to say it all the time, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. He would often say that about my sister who'd be like throwing a tantrum and like it was clear she needed a nap. We were little kids. (laughs) She needed a fucking nap. She needed some food. She needed to just like have some quiet time and she wouldn't. She'd just keep throwing what my grandpa would call was a plonker. She'd keep having a plonker and now we, we do it with my daughter. I'm just like, babe, you need a nap and you need like a proper snack with protein and fat and carbohydrates in it. And you're guaranteed you're going to feel better. Go have a hot shower. And she's like, well, she won't do the one thing that would actually help her. And it's like, you can't, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make it drink. The only person you're in charge of is you, right? And this was the public disclaimer that I wanted to put out. Like if you've signed up to one of my courses, if you've done one of my workshops, if you've bought one of my bundles, If you've joined my membership or you've done coaching with me, it's time to listen up. Also, if you are considering any of these options, if you're considering working with me or buying my course, any of that type of stuff, also listen up because I really want to set the stage right now for the most significant change of your life. To be fully empowered, you have to be fully responsible when you realize that you are both the problem and the solution, you can't blame anyone else, right? If you signed up to do a one-on-one coaching with a client, uh, sorry, with a coach, and every single month that coach showed up, she was, you know, ready to coach you at the hour set aside. Let's say you missed the call. Let's say you didn't turn up. Let's say you forgot to book your appointments. Let's say things got complicated and you couldn't find the email and you couldn't do this and you couldn't do that. Has that coach shown up? 100% of the way. It's up to you to meet her the other 100%, right? Listen up. You cannot be fully empowered without taking responsibility for, you know what? It wasn't the coach's fault. It was, it was me. It was on me, whether that, you know, I didn't invest enough to actually push me forward into action or it wasn't the right time for me, but whatever it is, it was me because she showed up. If I didn't finish a particular course, but that coach still provided every module of the course that she said she was going to. She still provided all the support that was available. I didn't finish it. That's on me. 
right? You've got to take responsibility. And there's this scapegoating culture that I think we've grown up with, you know, with the helicopter parenting and, you know, the type of thing where, you know, your kids do something wrong and it's like, no, that can't be my kid. That's not right. And I noticed this with my daughter, actually. She came home. It was around, I think it was around Australia Day. And we were having lots of conversations about, you know, why we might not be celebrating Australia Day on the day that it was in the previous past picked. And I I don't want to say like in the past because it was what, from 1992. So it's not even like a forever tradition. And she was telling me what they'd learned at school about the invasion of Australia back when it was colonized. And she was like, and we fought them and lots of people died, but they fought us first. I'm like, baby, baby, no, 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 no. I don't know. I don't know what you've learned at school, but that, you know, that's, we, we were the bad guys. Okay. Let's just, let's just acknowledge we're the bad guys. And she's like, but I don't want to be the bad guy. And she was trying to like figure out a way to not be the bad guy. She's like, I blame so-and-so. If I blame them, if I, if I make them a bad guy, then I don't have to be the bad guy. Cause that's the worst thing in the world as a like little kid to think that your people are the bad people. It's the worst thing to kind of confront. I think she was about six when we had this conversation. And I'm like, no, we just have to, we have to take responsibility. It was not our particular ancestors. I know exactly when they came over, like 1846 and 1855, we landed here, like your dad's family and my family. We still profited from all those actions that were originally taken. We were given land that was not ours. Anyway, it's a whole political thing, right? But sitting down with a six-year-old and explaining to her, we don't need to put the blame on someone else. Okay, it was not you, but let's not try and make someone else the problem. And those are the kind of conversations we're having in our family. Taking responsibility. There's no point scapegoating and like, oh, it's someone else's problem. Or, you know, you know, when you have it like, I don't know if you ever had a car accident, but when you're like, that was my fault. I did that. That was completely on me. I can blame the tree. I can blame the sun in my eyes. I can blame the kids yelling in the back of the car. I can blame whatever it was. But at the end of the day, it was me. And I think we need more people that take responsibility. I think that that's a real important behavior to model for our kids. So anyway, coming back around to that, taking responsibility for our actions is a massive one. I think that's really important to model for our kids. We've got to talk, try and scapegoat and make the problem someone else's, right? You know, when your kids are at a sporting activity and maybe they trip over something and they have an injury instead of just being like, okay, yeah, right, like that's okay. Let's, let's get you fixed up. Okay, be a little more conscientious of where you're going. But that doesn't seem to be the culture these days. It seems to be the culture of like, someone dropped something on the ground. We must find them. We must sue them. We must sue the the association for the sporting activity. Like everyone needs to have these massive insurances because no one wants to take responsibility for their actions. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and it's a little bit different too. You know, there's a hole in a car park that has been complained about 400 times and the owner has decided not to fix it. And then there's an accident and then we sue. Obviously that's the right thing to do. But it's a little bit different when we just are constantly scapegoating, constantly trying to remove the responsibility off us. Because until you recognize that you're the problem, you also can't be the solution. As if you put make everyone else and everything else the problem, it's the government, it's it's my coach, it's my business, it's the industry I'm in, it's my husband, it's these are all the problems. If you're giving the control to everything else outside of you then you can't change it. You can't change the government. You can't change your husband. You can't change your boss. You can't change the industry you're in. If we take back the responsibility, then we also take back our power and we have the power to do something and change something. Anyway, circling back. (laughs) Here's the magic, right? Everything 
that I provide as a business owner. My books, my courses, everything step-by-step is laid out. But it is up to you to show up. It is up to you to tune in, put the headphones in, watch the content, listen to the podcast. It is up to you to create the space. It is up to you to remember your appointment, to remember to schedule your appointment, to remember to show the fuck up to your appointment. It is up to you. So like, this is it. This is the moment when you really decide and embrace that it all changes with you. All the unfinished courses and like the memberships you've joined over the years that you never bothered to check back in on, the freebies that you downloaded but you never got around to reading, and that full like the cycle of half-assed, unfinished, never completed, never done, it ends here, right? The magic is in the work. The magic is when you go like, oh, I've signed up to do this program How about I actually like set an alarm and show the fuck up every week? Because if the old you always falls off the bandwagon, if the old you always leaves something half finished, gets really excited about the first couple of weeks and then dives away from it. If that's the old version of you and we know same plus same equals same, then to reach the new level of you, to do something different, to go to a whole new level, it requires that you do something different. And for you, that doing something different might be actually finishing the fucking thing that you started, right? The cycle of half-assed and unfinished and never done and, oh, maybe I'll get around to it, that ends here, right? That can firmly stay in your broke bitch bitch past we are moving into your wealthy woman your abundant badass future and we don't have space for half-assed unfinished and like never completed it's done it ends here moving forward it's time to go all in it's time to be fully responsible it's time to show our kids and our future selves what that looks like because you are here you made a choice you signed up to the course you did the program you booked the coach whatever it is Every second in the course, every module, every piece of homework, every podcast episode, every affirmation, every SMS, every journal prompt, use it. I love when people like want to join my course and then they'll send me something like, oh my God, it's like, it's so expensive. I can't afford it. And I was like, great. Here's a list of all the places you can get my content for free, free podcast, free newsletter, free blog free affirmation stuff, free downloadables, free wealthy and winning like three-day challenge. Here's all the free stuff. Go and do that. And when you're ready, come back. And oftentimes, oh, I didn't even know you had all that. (laughs) You know, go and do the, you can come, if you have listened to every podcast of mine, if you've done every single activity I have ever sent out, if you have done it and committed and done the fucking work and then you're like, Shona, it doesn't work, we'll chat, right? But until you do it all, You don't get to leave a one star on my content. You know what I mean? The magic, the actual magic and the actual change and the actual fucking progress that you are seeking is in the work. The magic is in showing the fuck up. The magic is in all the little moments that you choose to create a new habit, even though it's hard, even though it takes time, even though it takes organization. The moment you choose that version of you, that's it. 
The magic is in doing it. And that's the reason why you'll never find me hard selling someone, (laughs) to be honest. Even if I have a coaching, like a discovery call with a client, it's always like, let's see if we're a good vibe. Here's the options to work with me. Go sleep on it. Let me know when you want to get started, right? Because this is it. The ball is in your court. My content, my information, my books, my podcasts, my courses, my membership, my coaching, it is all there. The ball has been thrown to you. When you're ready to throw it back, I'm here but you've got to be ready to be fully responsible. When you're fully responsible, you can be fully empowered and you've got to be ready to do the work, right? I would rather have four women join a course and it be the right four women, the four women who it's a little bit of a stretch for them. They're really excited about it. They, you know, it's not easily affordable for them. It is a bit of a push and it is a bit of a stretch. I would rather have four women fully complete the course because they've fully invested in it. I would rather that and have a 100% finish rate and a 100% profound, positive, fucking massive impact and magic and change and progress than 40 people and a handful of them finishing. You know what I mean? And I'm confident, I know now, every single woman in abundance as fuck this round is a fucking action-taking badass. I'm so excited for them, celebrating the shit out of them. It's amazing. But you know what I mean? I would rather have my finish rate higher than my sales rate. And I I think that says a lot about me as a business coach and as a person. Like, I am actually, actually so obsessed with the impact my stuff has on my clients with my participants in my courses. I'm actually so obsessed with their transformation and actually making sure they do have these shifts rather than just how many people can I get in? How many people can I sell this to? I'm not interested in that. I mean, interested in this, how many people can finish this? But I know that that also doesn't come down to me because you can lead a horse to water. You can have the most incredible sales page in the world. You can have the easiest course to progress through. You can literally hold their hand every fucking day and it still depends on the person it still depends whether they're fully ready to be responsible it is still up to them you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink you can throw a ball to them which represents every desire they ever want and all they have to do to achieve it is throw it back and they still might hold on to it for four months they might never throw it back you know what i mean so The magic is in the work. The magic is showing the fuck up every day. The magic is in all the little moments that you choose to create new habits and new rules for you. The magic is in the work. That's the one thing I have learned in 10 years of business and seven years of coaching is that the magic is in the work. So work, bitch.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mums Manifesting Wealth podcast series by Shani Gates and Team Sexy Selfish. Please leave a like, comment, review and share and don't forget to subscribe. The more you share, the more people we can impact and the more awesome free content I can create for you all. If you're wondering where to go next or have some feedback for this episode, you can hit me up on Instagram at sexy underscore selfish or visit our website www.sexyselfish.com. We've got heaps of freebies there for you guys to check out as well. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day.